The topic of today's video might seem a little counterintuitive, but the truth is that one of the secrets to getting a great French polish shellac finish with the easiest possible process, reducing the friction, reducing the amount of struggle and anxiety, doesn't have to do with oils or techniques of polishing or even shellac. It actually starts with the wood preparation. The wood preparation sets the foundation for how good your finish is gonna be and for how difficult or easy the process is gonna be. In today's video, I'm gonna be showing you my approach to the wood preparation for French polishing. My name's Tom Bills, and welcome to The Art of Wood 3. Okay, so what I like to do is I divide, I like to divide things up into sections. Um, in my French polishing course, I talk about the division of finish sanding, for example, um, dividing in, into similar sections um, that I divide the wood preparation into. So there's a shaping phase, then there's a sanding phase, and then there's what I call a smoothing phase. Okay, so dividing them up really helps to give you clarity, and that's what this is about. When I was studying from Eugene Clark, uh, he compared French polishing to a martial art. And his approach and what he was trying to teach me was very related to the martial arts. And maybe we'll talk about this when we get into the technique a little. Um, but you know, if I was standing the wrong, you know, like I'd be French polishing, you know, in my, I was in the wrong situation, my shoulders were up, I was scared, you know, I was nervous, and so you could see it in my body. Um, and he would come behind me and just like push me over and say, hey, your feet are next to each other. How are you gonna get any strength in your core? You know, and so he's like telling me to spread my, <clears throat> my feet apart and get a strong frame and core. And then I have strength and power and control. And it keeps you from injuring yourself too. But this martial arts kind of approach um, really has a lot to do with being mindful and really intentional and really focused about what you're doing. And so dividing uh, either the French polishing process or even the uh, wood sanding process into stages really helps me anyway. So shaping phase. This is where I'm using a little rougher tools. Maybe I'm using scrapers. Uh, I could be using some files, things like that. And I'm actually working on the contours and I'm creating what I call the highlights. So the highlights are part of the wood preparation that I think really make one of the biggest differences in the quality of your French polish. And what they are is they're like the edges. It's like how the edge is rounded of the binding. It's how the contour of the heel blends into the rounded shape of the neck shaft. Um, those are the areas where when your guitar is really shiny, the light's gonna hit. They're like facets. And when you think of it like facets like that, then it really can, it really changes the way you're looking at your guitar. And one of the ways to see those facets, this is kind of beyond the scope of this, but use shadow. So a lot of times I'll turn the lights off in my workshop and I'll use a light like this. I'll turn this on and I'll cast shadows. The shadows are the way it lays across the heel or the way the shadow spills across the edge of the binding. Um, that's a negative. It's like looking at a photographic negative of the way that guitar is gonna shine when the shiny finishes on it and a light hits it. You know what I mean? So shaping phase is about finessing and making those highlights, those facets as elegant, as elegantly refined as they can be because that's what people are gonna see once it's shiny. Then after that, we go to the second phase, which is a sanding phase, which is really where we're just taking those 
and then we're blending that in and further refining. You know, we're further, we're still thinking about shaping, but we're also at this phase, it's a little different because now we're thinking about removing the scratches from the tools and sandpaper from the previous stage. So we're kind of, the middle stage combines both. It's, it's, sand, it's sanding, it's removing scratches, but it's also another finer stage of working on those facets, those um, highlights that we talked about. Um, so for this phase, I'm usually using, um, I'd say probably 150 grit to 220 at the, at the finest. And I'm using various sanding blocks. And of course, I'm gonna try not to mention it too much, but I can't help it. But in the French polishing class, I, I show you the sanding blocks and the sandpaper and the whole process and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then um, once I'm happy with that phase and I've removed, made sure that I've removed most of the sanding scratches from stage one, um, then I'm ready to move to stage three. And stage three is where all of my highlights and facets and everything should be uh, really uh, established at this point. And this is where I'm really, I'm calling it smoothing because at this point I'm really just focused on prepping the wood surface, um, getting rid of all the scratches that I don't want to have, making sure any scratches that are there are from about 320 grit, uh, 220 to 320 grit, and those they're going in the right direction uh, parallel to the wood grains and things of that nature. So I'm taking the time to do that. I'm also looking at any flat surfaces like the sides, making sure there aren't lumps and bumps. That's in the uh, stage one. I don't think I mentioned that. But I wanted to mention that because it really is important. A lot of people try to skip through some of that and then they struggle with the French polishing and the pore filling and everything else all the way through the process. But it could have been prevented and been a lot easier if the wood surface was as beautiful as you want your final finished surface to be. Now, if you come from nitro background or um, some of those other newer synthetic finishes, um, the mentality is a little different because some of those have a high solid content and you can actually fill in some gaps almost with the finish. But French polish is not like that. I don't plan, when I'm doing it, I'm trying to make my wood surface identical to whatever the surface of the finish is gonna be, you know, as far as the smoothness and everything. I don't wanna have to try and fill things in with shellac because it's just not made like that, like those modern finishes are. Well, I hope you enjoyed this video and maybe have a new perspective about wood preparation and how it fits into the French polishing process. Hopefully you'll give that a try and it'll get you some great results. If you wanna go deeper, I do have some other resources to things like my free shellac handbook that you can download, um, some different articles and other videos for free over on theartoflutheri.com, um, as well as if you really wanna go deep and, and really master the art of French polishing, um, you can check out my full online course that's part of the Luthier's Edge called The Art of French Polishing. All those things will be linked below, as well as a link to part one of this series. And get subscribed so you, you'll be notified when the next one comes out, which should be pretty soon. So stay tuned for that, and I hope to see you there.